0: This is a Thunderdog podcast.
1: Hello, and welcome to Midnight Musing. I'm your host, Evan. This is the podcast where I talk to my friends about the things that keep them up at night. This is the sixth episode where I talk to my friend Julian. Julian is a real character. He has a lot of the same anxieties that we've talked about on previous episodes. But rather than letting that get him down, he, uh, he powers through and stays positive. So it's a really interesting episode where there's no real spiraling. Um, this is very much more of a you-can-do-it type episode. The actual subject matter is a bit hard to describe. It ranges from guilt to motivation to comparing yourself to others but it all stems from the same anxiety of self-worth in a way i thought this was a really fun episode to record because julian is um always about eight levels above me in energy and it's infectious in a way it's hard to be bummed when julian's around so without further ado let's jump into midnight Amusing episode six with julian
0: i don't i don't know if i'm feeling guilty for the right reasons right but i have i, I find it hard to argue against myself because i've got good points it's true
1: <laughs> people tend to agree with themselves
0: yeah I'm, man it's like, it's almost like the, the person in my head knows what i'm thinking <laughs>
1: <laughs> almost
0: they know exactly what i'm gonna say they always have a counter what's you know it's because i think of ways see most of the goals that i'm after right are things i i'm you know this is this is not mind-blowing stuff but most of my goals are things i agree with or 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 what i deem as good causes right yeah um and often they make sense to me. I, I, I find it very hard to dream things I don't believe could actually happen. Right. And so I, in my head, my goals are A, attainable, and B, good for me or the planet or, or
1: you know, they're, they're, society as a whole.
0: Yeah, they're generally good things. Yeah. So it's like, okay, well, something's morally good. Right. And possible. Right. So it's kind of like, why wouldn't I?
1: Yeah. Because at heart. Yeah. And you know. <laughs> The thing is, is
0: I, well, another thing is I set up myself with, with little mini goals and I find, yeah. I find this is a good thing for multiple reasons. One, when you, every time you accomplish a goal, you feel good. Oh yeah. And you get motivated to accomplish the next step. Right. So when I break yeah. it down into small steps, it's like, boom, step one. Okay. Step two. Step three. Step four. We're on a roll.
1: Yeah. And then you have momentum and it's a lot easier to keep going. Exactly. Rather then, than seeing it as one big impossible thing absolutely it's it's a thousand little things exactly yeah i try to think about it like that and then i fuck it up and i'm like yeah this is too much (laughs) like have you ever heard the saying
0: i i this i don't know if this is a saying or if i heard it on i might have heard on on kimmy schmidt the netflix show sure but she said if you don't like something just count to 10 seconds and it's 10 seconds closer to being over or something like that yeah and you know it's the same sort of principle where it's like If you break things up into more manageable sections, the whole thing becomes so much more contextualized and easy to understand and tackle and finish. Mm -hmm. And so I end up getting on this roll, right? Where I finish step one, two, three, four, five, six, whatever. Right. And not only does it increase my motivation to get to step seven, let's say. Yeah. But it also makes me want whatever the final... There might not be a final goal, but you know what I mean? It makes you want that. It makes you want it more. It gets me on a roll to do it more. Exactly. And so... There's so many things that I'm obsessed with Yeah. Um, where I get in this situation. And then I get to points where there are little mini achievements. It's almost uh, video game-like where it's like a, yeah. little, a little mini achievement where like, oh, I can do that. And I enjoy the process of doing it, mm-hmm. even though it's very hard. Yeah. And I think it's worth doing. But I feel guilty if I can't achieve it or if I feel like I don't want to achieve it. Like I do, but right. I don't. You know what I mean? One of right. those like... I temporarily don't, but grand scheme of things, I do.
1: Yeah, you know, it's the ideal, but like exactly, it's just inconvenient enough that it's like I'm not going to do it right now. It's Ex- too much work. Exactly.
0: Yeah. I don't know if guilt is the right word. No, I think it is. I think I think I do feel I feel guilty when I'm unable to to achieve the next step. See, if I if I'm physically or mentally unable to do something, I don't feel guilty because I'm unable. There's, right. you know logically my brain is like okay well i mean if you're literally unable to do it there's no you don't feel guilty yeah but it's almost like when i've decided for whatever reason i'm not going to do something and it's you know usually a dumb reason mm. or one that's one that i know i can overcome yeah if i actually try
1: and i you know,
0: eventually I, you know i think i do end up getting over most of these things but
1: i mean that's good you don't beat yourself up for too long about it but yeah. like mm. Yeah, I get the idea of like seeing perfection or like idealizing something and then trying to get there. And you're like, "Ooh, this is a bit harder than I thought, <laughs> you know, or like, yeah, or like something doesn't quite go your way. And you're like, oh, we'll have to take a different route and have to replan. And that's so much work. I'm just going to give up for now. <laughs> right. Like, I, I find that a lot. But like, I think the, the mini steps is what makes anything possible. Like, even just. Sitting in class, we had two hour and forty minute classes in university. Like the mm-hmm. that was it; those were our periods. So like, the first goal is to get to break, right? So that's an hour <laughs> twenty. And then like, as soon as you're back from break, it's like, okay, well, there's fifty minutes left. So that means if I get to the next five minutes without dying, then that I only have to do that nine more times, and I'm out of here, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like it's. It's really stupid the kind of math that we go through to try to convince ourselves that mm-hmm. something's easy. Yeah. And, like, sometimes it's really easy to convince yourself that something is easy with with something like sitting through class. Like, you're in class. Nothing's going to fucking kill you.
0: Or, or the opposite. It's also pretty easy to convince yourself something's impossible.
1: Oh, 100%.
0: I feel like it might even be easier. Oh, yeah. That's probably why so many people are always procrastinating all the time.
1: Yeah. I think, like, convincing yourself something's impossible is a lot more reassuring than convincing yourself that oh, yeah. it is possible, but I'm not doing it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Especially when it's something you don't necessarily want to do, or it's just inconvenient enough that you don't want to do it today, oh, yeah. Yeah. and you can convince yourself, well, like, I'll start tomorrow.
0: You see, the, the future is always free. Like, your schedule in the future is always free, right? Yeah. So you can. it's very easy to plan something yeah. for this vague the future. Yeah you know right so right now we're recording this in november yep you know i can tell myself all right well january is wide open i'll t- you know i can definitely do so and so then
1: yeah yeah but but something's always going to come up because that's how life works but like,
0: especially if you don't actually put in your cal- calendar or, or whatever you yeah. use to organize your life <laughs> yeah i did that today at work where, you know i said something like oh yeah we can uh, let's plan to do that
1: in december Mm-hmm. But we didn't. We didn't actually pick a day.
0: <laughs> yeah, I
1: always find that when something isn't scheduled, yeah, it it, it just gets lost forever. Do, do you use a schedule? Do you use a calendar? A da- um, a I, I don't as much as I should. Okay. Um, like I I find like a an actual calendar isn't necessarily what motivates me to like get something done. It's more like the idea of a deadline coming up
0: or whatever yeah yeah the thing is we always i think so many of us okay i won't speak for other people i know for myself and included or myself exclusive possibly even when i have a lot of time it doesn't mean i'm going to do anything
1: oh no definitely not
0: and you feel it's interesting there's that quote i don't know who is by that says an activity will take the amount of time you give it right or, you know, give or take. That's the gist of it. Yeah. You know, if you get a project in school and the teacher says two weeks, it's going to take you two weeks. Yeah. If they say two hours, you can pump out a version in two hours. I know you can, you know. Yeah. Um, But, you know, if I've got a full weekend to do the dishes, it oh, somehow takes me a full weekend to do the dishes. Oh, yeah. But then if it's Saturday night, it's 8 p.m., and I'm like, ah, oh, I got the full weekend, and someone's like, hey, you want to go out for dinner? Well now it only takes me 15 minutes to do the dishes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, It's easy to (laughs) jump on it. It it really is. It's, yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's hard to blame. I mean, maybe I can blame myself for when I have free time not doing the things that I could be doing in that free time. But... It's easy to see how so many people get into that groove of like, oh, well, I've got a week free. I'm mean, not yeah, I mean, I'll do it later in the week. I got so much time.
1: Yeah, I need time to relax first and then I'll jump back into things. Yeah. But that's just like resetting your momentum that we were talking about earlier. Yeah, yeah. And you've got to start from zero again and that sucks.
0: It, oh, yeah, yeah, it does. It's rough. Well, another quote that I like as well is it, I don't know if it's a quote so much as like a theory, but it's that action precedes emotion, not the other way around. And so, so many of okay. us will think, you know, I can't, I can't go for a run today. I'm, I'm sad, man. Like, or I'm, I don't feel good. I'm not, I'm not happy. I'm not going to go, you know, hang out with friends. Right. But in reality, for most of us, it's the other way around, you know, like going out for the run is what makes you happy. It's what right. turns away your, turns around your day or, or being productive and doing the dishes, you clean your house, then you feel great. Cause you, you know, you were productive that day.
1: Mm-hmm. You
0: don't, you didn't clean the house cause you were happy. <laughs>
1: Yeah, you cleaned the house cuz you had a dirty house.
0: Exactly. And then afterwards you felt stoked because yeah, your you house felt was better. clean. Yeah. And you were productive and you got up and you did something with your hands. Mm-hmm. And uh yeah, I, I think that's what a big one too. So it's like a combination of those two concepts of mm-hmm. if you give yourself too much time to do nothing, then nothing takes that much time. <laughs> yeah, nothing will take forever. <laughs> exactly. Somehow somehow doing nothing takes up forever. But oh, at the yeah. same time, if you don't remember that doing something specifically to whatever emotion you're feeling might actually help you in the long run regarding that emotion
1: mm-hmm.
0: that was that was a convoluted sentence but
1: <laughs> i think i got what you're saying
0: yeah but just but, like remembering that like you know in some ways we are control we're in control of how we feel and how we and how we react to the world and yeah i don't know feel you, you know you ever have those weekends where you're just feeling like bummy
1: oh yeah and you're like, so. oh, you're like oh
0: you're like i can't do anything this weekend like you, you just you know you don't you you have so many emotions that are telling you like, Wow, why would I clean? I'm bummy, I deserve a mm-hmm. a sit down, I deserve a a, a sleep in, I deserve to watch a movie or something. Mm-hmm. But then the weekends where I feel that way and I force myself anyway to do dishes, clean yeah. up, go for a run, go for a bike ride, I feel way better. Yeah. All of a sudden. Like magic. It's crazy. Yeah,
1: I felt shitty and then I did something <laughs> and now I feel less shitty. Yeah, it's like uh it's like this crazy antidote. Yeah
0: action action is is the medicine to emotion boom call me
1: that'll be the title of the episode there you go i I say action is the medicine to emotion boom (laughs) (laughs) i think i'm very guilty of letting my current emotion dictate what i'm doing yeah rather than trying to trying to give myself the emotion that i want to be in Oh, oh, for sure yeah yeah, yeah yeah me too because I feel like, especially negative emotions, you just kind of feel like there's no end to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. Like it—it it feels forever. Like it's forever, even though like mm-hmm. I'm bummed for 20 minutes because blah 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 blah. Yeah, yeah, 100. So like, and like if you let yourself wallow in it, sort of, then it's only going to get worse. Because yeah. then you you start to spiral, or at least I do. Like if I'm sad and I convince myself I'm so sad I can't do anything. Then I'm just sitting on my bed or on a couch or whatever. Mm -hmm. And that's when like your brain starts to pick at itself and you're like, oh, well, you feel like shit about this. Why not feel like shit about this other thing that you also did? And then like all of a sudden you're back in grade eight thinking about some (laughs) dumb thing you did. And you're like, man, I fucking hate myself. I'm never going to be a good person.
0: And then I can, you know, speaking for myself only, not to anyone else necessarily, but... And when I'm in that situation as well, my brain will start to sort of tell me like that I'm, that I'm bummy because I'm not doing something because I'm bummy. Does yeah. that make sense?
1: Yeah. It, it's a, it's a snake eating its own tail.
0: Exactly. You know, I, I, I often, I call them the Sunday morning blues. I, that's something <laughs> I get frequently because Sunday to me, it's like, you can't really do too much cause you got work the next day.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, but, but you, it's
1: still the weekend. So you don't want to waste it.
0: Exactly. And so I'll wake up with, with, the, with the Sunday, Sunday morning blues. And I'll be bummy, Mm -hmm. not want to do anything. And then my brain is telling me, you're not doing anything on a Sunday. Man, this is your free day to do something. You're Mm -hmm. a bum. (laughs) Yeah, like you said, it just goes, it goes round and round and round. Yeah. And it's not fun. Oh, this is something interesting I consumed recently. Uh Uh-huh. A week can be separated into three 56-hour blocks. Okay. Eight hours a night, assuming you try for it. Sure. Is 56 hours of sleep in a week. Oh. Now, eight hours a day for five days a week is 40. But if you count commute time, which, you know, you can't really do much else anyway. Yeah. Usually adds up to about 56 hours. So that leaves you.
1: So two thirds of your week are sleeping or commuting.
0: uh, And work. And work. Yeah. Um, And then the last 56 hours is how much time you have in a week for presumably leisure activity.
1: For your own shit. When
0: When you make it 56 hours, it seems like a lot. To me, it does. When I think about how I work 40 hours a week, even though, you know, I've just kind of realized that if you add in commuting time, it's more than that. Mm -hmm. It's crazy to me that I have that much time outside of work to do.
1: Yeah, because it really doesn't feel like it. It does not. Not even close. Especially because like, I don't know, you get home from work and you're like, fuck. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. And especially when it's like, okay, now I got to go make dinner. Yeah. And then you eat dinner. (laughs) Yeah. And then probably shower at some point. Yeah. Maybe before work, maybe after, I don't know. But like a lot of the time is dedicated to eating and preparing right. yeah. that. And then like, I don't know. I do a lot of bullshit. I, I definitely, when I was working full time back in the summer, like I felt like I had no time to myself. Right. Right. Like I would get home 536. Yeah. Depending on how bad traffic was. Oh, it's so late. And then like dinner. Yeah. Whatever. And then it would be like seven. And I'm like, oh, shit, I have three hours before I'm going to fall asleep because I'm a, I'm a small boy and I go to bed went to bed at ten.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's what I try to go to bed. I try to be long asleep by ten and uh-huh. then leave so little time between getting home and passing out.
1: <laughs> yeah. And especially because, like, you want the wind down before you go to bed. That's the
0: big thing. Yeah, that's the big thing that makes this thing... A lot harder than it seems, I think, is yeah. to wind down.
1: Oh, 100%.
0: Now, that's another bonus for the biking, man. I feel like I'm winding down on my way home instead of sitting in rush hour. Man, I hate driving a car. Yeah. I, can, I cannot believe how fun it's been to stop driving.
1: Oh, okay. Interesting. I know.
0: Everyone, everyone I've talked to about this, for the most part, is like, ah, shut up. Right. <laughs> you know, I, I, I was very lucky for a long time I got to use a car.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was lucky you had a car because you drove me home a lot.
0: <laughs> but you know, and now that I'm using public transit or biking or walking or skateboarding sometimes, mm-hmm. I feel way less stress. Yeah, it you know, not having to be tethered to a you know two ton vehicle helps. Yeah, I feel like I can I can just leave anywhere I'm at if I want to. Yeah. Um, You know, in someone else's car, or if mm. so, if everyone's Ubering, I don't have to be like, well, well my car's here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, it's just like.
1: Like, I know you're not a big drinker, but you can also, like, go get a drink. Because you don't have to worry about getting your fucking car home.
0: Absolutely. And most of the methods... This all goes back to biking. I'm going to sound like a biking fanatic. I don't even bike that much. (laughs) Right. (laughs) But it all goes back to, you know, most of the methods outside of a car involve more physical activity. Yeah. Even if it's just a bus. I got to walk a block, basically. Yeah. It is... it's, It's more walking than I'm doing to my car. Yeah.
1: 100%.
0: And then if you add in biking, holy moly, that's a lot more physical activity. Yeah. If you add in running home... Holy shit, dude. You gotta eat a whole other meal. Yeah,
1: no kidding. I think part of it is when you're driving, you don't necessarily have your full mental faculties to yourself. Yeah, for sure. Because you have to still be making decisions present for the traffic. And the road is stressful. When you're you're biking, you probably should also be aware of traffic. It's true. But like less so than a car. Hmm. Um, So I feel like I felt the same way, like, yeah. I drove home, or I had the car available to me most days during the summer. Right. And then the few days that I would bus home, like, sure, it took twice as long, like, I wasn't home until 637. Yeah. But, like, I was already so much more relaxed, and, like, it's not even that I was listening to anything different than if I was driving. Like, I had headphones in, listening to the same playlist as I would Yeah. as if I was driving home. But like just like not having to make the decisions and having the passiveness of taking a bus and then walking. Yeah. It 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 is the wind down. Yeah. As opposed to having to drive home and then you're still like I mean, I don't know. Rush hour just sucks.
0: I mean, sitting in a bus even you can you can watch a movie and set an alarm to pay attention to when the next when you have to get off or whatever. You could
1: like Google Maps does that for you now. Oh it tells you yeah if you like set your thing to transit and then start the trip, it'll warn you when you have two stops to go oh. so you don't even have to pay attention to yeah, see, like I got,
0: where you are. I've got a separate app that does that, but yeah, yeah it's, I, I mean, mean, I'm
1: sure it collects less information on you <laughs>
0: ah, whatever I don't mind if Google yeah account. whatever Here's a source of guilt, okay okay sometimes, I feel like the world is not that complex. I feel like most of us could solve our problems, most of us. Meaning people in a similar, pretty privileged position such as perhaps me and you. Oh, yeah. Um, I think most of our problems are things that we could in fact solve if we, you know, actually stuck to our plans. Yeah. If we actually made use of all of our time. If we actually broke things down into smaller achievable steps. I just think, and myself included, we don't. So, yeah, but at the same time, I don't think it's right to condemn someone for not achieving what you think they might be capable of
1: right it's you know,
0: I think it's a good thing to encourage people or promote people to accomplish the most they can, mm-hmm. but it seems unfair to demean someone because they are not up to par, you know what I mean right, especially if it's not affecting anyone but themselves, yeah I mean, you could always also argue that it affects everyone that they are. Um, connected to, yeah, connected to, because in a way we, that that is the case. But it's finding that middle balance of like, how can we encourage people to really do more than they even think they're capable of? Because I mm-hmm. think that most people are capable of more than they think they are.
1: Yeah. <laughs> but at well, the
0: same time, not you know shutting people down because I think Gary Vee and these these other self help guru, you can do it too. People, I think partially they have they have a right. I do think you know. If you're struggling in one area or another, be it your mental health, your physical health, your um, your love for the planet, <laughs> your wallet, <laughs> yeah, your financial status. I I I bet you there's more most of us could be doing more. I think most people could be doing a lot more. Oh yeah. But I don't think I don't think it's right to to make someone feel
1: bad for it. Yeah.
0: And or 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 maybe should we be doing that? I don't know. Is that the is that the best way to encourage people? I don't I don't think so.
1: Well, I think that's the the <sighs> The B.F. Skinner versus Pavlov debate.
0: Oh, Pavlov is rewarding good behavior. Yeah, and
1: then Skinner is—I think it was Skinner—is punishing bad behavior. Right. And I, and I think Pavlov ended up with better results. Of like rewarding good behavior is better. It makes sense. Um, They're in essence the same principle of like when good thing when you do a good thing, good things will happen when you do a bad thing, bad things will happen. Yeah. It's just a matter of like how active the bad thing is. Yeah. Like in Pavlov's scenario, if the dog doesn't do whatever, mm-hmm. the bad thing that happens is he doesn't get food.
0: Yeah. 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 Whereas
1: with Skinner, again, not 100% sure if that's the right one. Yeah. Um, if they do the wrong thing, they get like shocked or whatever. And oh then, yeah. 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 I've and then this. the good thing is not getting shocked.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: That's, and I feel like that's kind of how, um, that, that's kind of how capitalism works. It's like, oh, if yeah. you do a bad thing at your job, you get fired. If you do a good thing, you get to keep your job. Congrats. <laughs> you get to keep working. Well, I mean, the, in, in some respects, there is, of yeah. course, like promotions and raises. And, I was
0: going to say pro-capitalism people would probably argue that it's more Pavlovian in that,
1: there's incentive to work harder because there's always another level you can achieve.
0: Exactly. What's the, what's the quote? It's like, uh, or not the quote, but like the, the one sentence of capitalism. The dream is sort of the ideal capitalism. Oh, like everybody. The, the harder you work, the more you achieve. Boom. It's plain and simple. We all yeah. know it's not quite like that. Yeah. Um,
1: well, it's not quite like that just because of. Everyone people, else. <laughs> people taking advantage of it.
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, and, and the fact that there's so many other people out there. Yeah. It's like uh, that theory that not everyone's against you. Because they're for themselves. You know what I mean? If everyone's for themselves, it might sometimes feel like they're against you. But they're not not really against you. They really don't care for the most part. Yeah. Like, you know, most people I interact with on an everyday basis don't really care what happens to me in the minutia. You know, when it comes to big picture, I'm willing to... Like,
1: no one's wishing you death. Yeah, I'm
0: hoping. But also, like,
1: (laughs) but also, unless you die in front of them, they're not overly worried about you.
0: I'd still like to think that most people would care if I died. I mean, yes. Like, <laughs> but like, yeah, yeah, is yeah.
1: some dude in China going to start crying because you died? Probably not. Probably
0: not. Yeah, exactly.
1: And it's not that he doesn't. Yeah. It's not that he's against you. He's not happy or dead. Yeah. It's just a matter of like, you're not in his sphere. You're not there.
0: I, I don't matter to him. And
1: that could be someone in China. That could be someone you walk by on the street. That could be someone that could be the bus driver. That, yeah. you, that you talk to on the way home from school, that could be whatever. Yeah. Like, hmm. I don't know. I feel like a lot of people tell themselves that the world is against them because, yeah, like I said, it's easier to externalize things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I'm very guilty of that, of course.
0: <laughs> we, I mean, part of the reason we're doing this thing is we both know we're so guilty of these oh, things yeah. that we're not um, necessarily condemning, but, you know.
1: And then, like... Everyone, I think it's pretty common that everyone has their own harshest critic, right? Like everyone thinks they're a piece of shit.
0: To a certain extent, for sure.
1: But that's just because you know literally everything you've ever done, even if it's been like forgotten consciously. Like you know about the times you've succeeded, the times you've failed, and then you don't have that much information on any other person. True. So chances are you're going to focus more on the things they do, yeah, rather than the things they don't. Yeah. You you know the things you don't do. You don't know the things the other person doesn't do. So comparing yourself to other people is, like, real tough. Yeah. Because, like, everyone seems so put together and so, like, they, they're doing shit. Because, like, in an average conversation, I'm not going to hear about like your struggles with trying to figure out how to save the planet will also <laughs> not killing yourself. Yeah. I'm just going to hear like, Oh yeah, I don't use straws and I bike to work. And I'm like, Oh fuck, he's doing more than me. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah. Comparison is the thief of joy. Right.
1: And like, we
0: also compare, what is it? We think of others, we judge others based on their actions and ourselves based on our thoughts.
1: Yeah. Well, I don't have access to your thoughts. Boom. As far as you know, as far, So. as far I, as I know. So yeah, I think that's totally it. Like, I know every thought I've ever had about things I could do and things I don't want to do and blah blah blah. Yeah, I don't know what you've thought about doing. I just know what you've done. Well, I mean, there's so many
0: things I think about doing. If you know, I've thought about buying an electric bike because yeah. then it would allow me to use the whole bike method of travel more yeah. than I currently can. The thing that's holding me back right now is that they they, they still are two thousand dollars. Yeah, like two grand. You know, cheaper than a car, but more expensive than a metro pass once a month. Yeah. Um that's like that's something i've thought of doing i've thought of just completely erasing public transit biking walking only um
1: but then how much are you capable of like how much are you hindering yourself
0: it's true i thought about eliminating plastic from my from my life as much as possible um i thought about i've already cut out um yeah i feel like i've cut out quite a lot to not much effort i feel like it didn't take me that that much effort to do yeah. what i've done so far um like I no longer buy new products, um, unless they're consumables.
1: Thrifting.
0: Yep, secondhand or uh, yeah, secondhand either stores or literally people. I mean, people yeah. forget that a lot as well.
1: Kijiji and the Facebook Marketplace and stuff.
0: Just even friends and family, man. True. 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 Yeah, like the bike I ride is is uh, my girlfriend's dad's.
1: Hell yeah, Gino. <laughs> uh,
0: you know, some of the clothes I wear are friends or 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 coworkers. But I. I don't know you the you phrased this podcast at one point is the things that keep you up at night yep and uh is that is that your tagline yeah yeah things All that less. keep you up at night i I think the thing that keeps me up at night the most is just like trying to figure out the puzzle right to me to me like like I kind of said earlier in my um in my possibly arrogant sounding <laughs> statement it's just sort of like I feel like the puzzle can't be that hard you know yeah. what I mean Right, I feel. Like I feel like that'd be easier. So that's why I'm always working on it. I feel like. I feel like life sh- isn't that hard. It feel. I don't know what the answer is. So it's not that yeah. easy, but I feel like it can't be that hard either. I feel like. I feel a lot of things, man. I feel yeah. like every night I'm thinking of how.
1: So that sounds pretty complicated.
0: <laughs> it's very yeah. Just like, how can I earn more money? How can I live in a better spot? How can I eat tastier food? Yeah. How can I save more money? How can I uh, make the money I do spend go farther or make me happier? How can I be healthier? How can I make more time in my day? That's the biggest one. That's yeah. the biggest one. I feel like no one has enough time. I always phrase yeah. whenever I, – I try to never say I don't have time for that or I didn't have time for that. Right. I try to rephrase that. I've been doing this the last, I don't know, period of time. Um. To say I didn't make time for that, I'm, I'm giving myself accountability for not doing that. Right. Or, or I, or I don't have, I, I can't make time for that. Yeah. It sucks because I'm. It's you said it uh, in the episode with Mallory actually. This whole count, this, this accountability accountability thing. If you put it on someone else, you're now like, ah, uh, now I really got to do it.
1: Yeah, I got to do it. It's it, they're expecting me to do it.
0: The, yeah, exactly. And so now when I tell people. When someone asks me why I didn't do something or why I can't do something or even if I'm just explaining it to myself, mm-hmm. I remember to say that either in my head or to whoever I'm talking to, I didn't make the time Yeah, because it, it, it forces me to think to myself, should I have made the time? Yeah. Is it worth it to make the time?
1: Uh, it just helps you cognitively, like actively figure out what is important to you, right? Yeah. Like- if you say like, "Oh, I didn't make time for X," yeah, it's like, "Well, why not?" Exactly, because I don't give a shit about it. <laughs> or sometimes that's the case. I didn't make time for X. I really wanted to, but work and sleep, there just wasn't enough there. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna try again next week or whatever. Like you'll, yeah, it's a more active thought process that allows you to kind of assess what's going on around you rather than just being there yeah and participating or not participating based on your current emotion because like we said doing things yeah will change what your emotion is rather than your current emotion changing what you do
0: i was gonna yeah i was gonna say that is like (laughs) and i've started trying to surround myself either surround myself with new people who do the same to me or encourage the people who i'm already surrounded with to do it to me but sort of Ask myself. Ask me those questions that I already asked myself. So right. in that case of like, you know, this past weekend I didn't do X. Why didn't I do X? Did I want to? Like, you know, was it really? Why did I not make time for X? Yeah. If the answer was indeed, you know,
1: I don't like it. I don't want to do it.
0: Then, then fine. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. But then it,
1: I'm not gonna make time for it ever. And I need to make it known to whoever was expecting me to do that mm-hmm. that it's not something I want to do. Yeah. And, but, Whether that's it could be yourself, like. You can lie to yourself about wanting to do things mm-hmm. until the cows come home, right? <laughs> yep. Like you can lie about wanting to yourself about wanting to start running or whatever. Mm-hmm. But if you don't make time for it, in the end, is it because you don't want to run?
0: Right. But if it is something I wanted or is it to do,
1: just because you're afraid to try, yeah, know, that's a whole other thing. Being afraid to try things. <laughs> Ooh, that deserves its own episode.
0: If it, if it is something I do in fact want to do, though. I've, I've been trying to force myself to end, like I'm interrogating myself almost. Mm-hmm. I'm like, well, why didn't you make time for it? Yeah. The, you know, if you want to do it, you have no excuse to not make time for it. I decide what I do with my time. Yeah. You know, so if I want to, you know, make a video on a Sunday. Right. And Sunday comes and goes, you know, why didn't I do it? I, I if I don't have an answer, the next time I sure as hell better do it. Right. And no one's no one's gonna hold me accountable with me, but and oh I'm a tough I'm a tough boy on me. Yeah. And then I, I started getting like this is funny, I, I wanted to make a video with a friend yesterday. Unfortunately, he got delayed at work a little bit. Um and we had plans and we had a very short window to make our video basically. Yeah. Because we both had plans after together with other people. Um and so I texted my girlfriend, I was like, Oh, I don't think we're gonna be able to make the video. And she responded with, why not? Yeah, and I was kind of like, ah, oh, well, excuse, 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 excuse. Well,
1: we won't. We'll only have two hours instead of two and a half. Exactly. So it's gonna exactly. be shitty, and I don't want to do something shitty. And, uh,
0: and well, I, I gave a bunch of excuses. They were all lame. Yeah. And she responded. She said something to the tune of, um, "Okay, well, I thought you wanted to make a video. Ooh, or, that's know, a
1: little shady, but also real as fuck.
0: Give or take. Give or take. Yeah. She probably said it nicer than that, but you know, that's the gist I got. And I, you know, I thought, good point. I did, I did want to make a video. Yeah. So I sent her back. I was like, "Good point." I didn't make a video, uh, <laughs> but <laughs> but next time. But next time, because we 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 didn't have enough time. We had like twenty minutes.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. That's not enough unless you're doing a one take. Yeah. You know.
0: Wasn't his fault. Wasn't anybody's fault. It was just sort of like, oh well. Sometimes
1: but, things don't align.
0: But <laughs> I loved it. That text I got, it was it was like, it was like that perfect motivator. Because mm-hmm. it was it was a question. You know what I mean? It was like. She asks us a question. I can't remember how she
1: phrased Well, yeah, that. like, well, didn't you want to make a video? Exactly. It's It puts it into perspective. It's like, it's something I
0: want. Yeah. And so there's, it, why, it makes zero sense to make excuses against something you want. Yeah. You know what I mean? If you want a pizza and it's free pizza and you're like, oh, oh my, but I got to
1: walk 28 meters. Oh, I got
0: to walk twenty meters. And it's like, why are you making excuses, man? You ask yourself, you're like. I don't know. I want the pizza. What am what I doing? I'm looking for reasons to not do something I want to do. Yeah.
1: It makes no sense. Oh, I'm very guilty of that. All um, the time. Me too. I all think we all time. are. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure. And that's that's a huge part
0: of my cycle. Yeah. It, but but now I've started to ask myself that question and it works so good. It's I mean, like,
1: yeah, I got to try it apparently. Yeah. Because I, I do wait. I, I waste a lot of days sitting on a couch watching YouTube videos and doing whatever. And i like... I'm like, "Oh, that's cool. Like I'd love to do that sometime." And yeah. then it's like, "Okay, but when?" Yeah. It's like, "Well, I don't And I feel like I make my excuses like, "Well, I don't have the equipment." Right. I don't have like the actors, like yeah. especially like for the video making specifically, cuz yeah. I feel like that's something we've related over. For sure. About like really wanting to do it. Like I don't have the equipment, I don't have like enough people to make mm-hmm. it good. Like I think there's a fear of wanting it to be good.
0: Yeah, that's a hard one to get over as a creator.
1: Yeah. So, like, there's all these excuses when there is a camera sitting in my closet. Yeah. I do have access to people now that I'm back in the city that all my friends are in. Yeah. And, like, sure, scheduling something might take some time. But, like, if you get something rolling, like, it'll work out eventually.
0: Yeah, and it's like, if you break it down, why, why are you stopping you from doing something you want to do?
1: Because I hate me also oh <laughs> no
0: and i'm you know i mean
1: i do but like um i think we all have a little bit of that though Oh, you know I'm I mean? sure, where but it's like, like how can that sucks though it's <laughs> come it sucks. on that's man true. i want to get over that i don't know but like uh, i think there's there's an element of what if i put in a bunch of effort and, and it sucks still yeah uh because that's like a constant fear um what if especially when you involve other people then it's like but this was my idea. I'm wasting everyone's time. See,
0: we should not let these questions be hypothetical. True. So what was your first question?
1: Uh, what if it sucks? What if it sucks? It's going to suck because okay. we suck. Okay, there you go. Boom. By we, I mean me. That's the royal we. Okay, boom. Even if it sucks, who cares? No one's going to see it anyway. Okay, so that's,
0: that's, I've gone through this exact thought process before. What if it sucks? And then the next question is, okay, it sucks and uh, all 11 people who watched it. Don't care because they're mostly my friends.
1: Yeah. And they'll be like, yo, that was pretty cool.
0: And then how do I feel after that? I'm happy that all 11 of them watched it. Yeah. And I've got a piece of content that I'm, I, I'm proud to say I made. Even if I don't like the actual content or yeah. I think it's garbage, I'm happy that I, I finished it.
1: I feel that way very much about the project we had over the strike. Um, Unnameable. Oh, yes. Like, I think it sucks so hard. But the content sucks ass. But but it's on my fucking resume. Yeah. Because I did it. Yeah. Like it's on my resume because I created something when I didn't have to. I organized people when I didn't have to. Boom. And we have an end product. That sure it's rough and shitty, but it's there. And guess what? It was more popular than other series <laughs> on that channel.
0: Okay, so you know what that means? What that means? Question 1. Myth busted! <laughs> What's question two? Why are you stopping you from
1: your dreams, man? Uh, I don't want to waste other people's time. Okay.
0: Here's right, Is someone going to help you out with a, a creative project with no, nothing to gain besides the project itself? If they don't want to.
1: Well, considering this is episode six of a podcast where no one has gained anything except for maybe crying in a donut. (laughs) uh, Yeah, people will do things.
0: Exactly. And has anyone ever expressed that you wasted their time because of a joint creative project?
1: Uh, No, I don't think so. Do you know what that means, Evan? That means I'm talking mad shit to myself. It means question number two, myth busted. This is
0: see i wish i i wish i had someone like you right here to bounce this off every time i felt bummy on a sunday morning
1: well don't worry because this is going on the internet you can download it every time I
0: <laughs> it's just i i and this is where it's this kind of conversation that reaffirms my perhaps arrogant belief that we are we really are more capable than we think we are oh yeah
1: we we play the victim more than we probably should
0: we shouldn't play the victim we're f-ing Oh man, I'm going to get into that annoying positive side of myself.
1: Yeah. But it's like,
0: people are so great and we can do so much and we don't give ourselves enough credit. And I know, I know there's people out there who think I'm full of myself because I'm awesome. That's why I think I'm awesome. (laughs) (laughs) But Evan, you're awesome too, man. Shut the fuck up. Ah, ah. (laughs) But listen, man, people are great. People are awesome. We really do have the power to be productive and do all the things we want to do. The thing stepping in our way is ourselves. I know it's cheesy as whatever, but, you know, be vegan. Don't eat the cheese. And this is why my social media is annoying, man, because I believe all this stuff. My so uh, uh, People tell me, not everyone, I get more people telling me that they enjoy it than they don't. But, you know, you always focus on the negative ones. Mm-hmm. My social media is very, uh, it's very in-your-face happy. It's,
1: it, yeah, it's cheery.
0: It's with a lot, you know, I think a lot of people try to show the best parts of their mm-hmm. lives on social media. Um I just try to frame mine towards the person reading it. Like, yeah. sort of, you know, I love things that they can relate to because I think that's a nice way to spread joy. Anyway, some people read those things and I think it's very, uh, um, very aggressive almost. Yeah. okay. And I think that's a fair point. I do think it says more about them than my, than me. Yeah. Um. But the reason the reason I, I I might come off as so aggressively in love with everything is because there's a lot more to love than most people give themselves the ability to do so.
1: Oh yeah, because like <laughs> I I think people feel more justified being upset yeah than they do being happy. Oh, dude, it's so easy to be angry. Oh yeah, it's so easy because like the world is shit.
0: See, that's that, no, it's not, man. <laughs> I think,
1: Think about all the things that happen in the world. Yeah. It sucks. <laughs>
0: okay. You know what? Maybe the world. Parts a ne- of
1: the world suck. It's, e- it's easier to be angry and feel shitty and like hate things rather than find something to love and enjoy things.
0: Dude, it's so, it's so easy to hate and it's so easy to be angry and upset and sad. Do you know how easy it is to say, I'm sad. I'm going to stay in bed all day so easy literally so zero energy takes, goes into that. it is literally the, the all you have to do is take step one of your day wake up cut it out and then uh yeah either cut it out or just decide okay that's the last step of the day <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all right i woke up and and now i stay here yeah boom here. yeah and i think it's funny people i've heard this as well
1: mm-hmm.
0: when you see people on social media who are you know happy all the time or mm-hmm. they're you know it looks like they're balling out they're rich as hell they're going out to restaurants. They're flying out different countries and all this stuff. A lot of people will will use two terms. One, like, or two, like, ideas. One, that it's just easy for them. Yep. Like, oh, it's oh, it's easy for them. Yeah, life is easy. Oh, right? it's not fair. It's yeah. easy for them. Or it's lucky. Lucky or easy. Yeah. One, they both mean the same thing, but I think two different, to people, they mean something different. Yeah. Luck, luck is just that things happen to work out
1: which in some ways yes it does take an, a certain amount of luck. Absolutely. But you can influence luck.
0: I think yeah, very rarely is someone in their position due to luck alone. Yes. I challenge someone to show me. No, you know what? Cuz there's 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 millions of cases every day. Some people are, are born in just like, you know, way worse conditions than us. Yeah. And that's why when I when I try and I try to rephrase these things and to make it clear that when I when I talk the way I do, I'm generally talking to people in a similar position. Yeah. Because I recognize that there are people who are unfortunately just born into situations that are so much harder. Yeah. Um, But the situation that I was lucky enough to be in.
1: Straight white male.
0: Like, yes, luck plays a factor in everything because like we said earlier, the world is everyone's for themselves for the most part. Mm -hmm. And so most of the things that happen in the world you don't have control of. So, yeah, Yeah. that part can be attributed to luck. But where you put yourself in the world, that's all you. Yeah. After being born. Yeah. (laughs) And uh, it's up to you to make those choices to become closer to where you want to be, I guess,
1: is all. It's a grind no matter what. Yeah, it takes work to be happy, man. Yeah. Don't, Don't just
0: attribute all those happy people on social media to being lucky. It takes a lot of work. Let's look at someone. There's 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 little old me, and then there is this hypothetical person that by all appearances their life is better than me.
1: Yeah. Let's name this hypothetical person Casey Neistat. Sure. <laughs> sure. Casey Neistat. Okay, Casey Neistat might not be the best. Because he works his fucking ass off.
0: No, let's use him. Okay. That's a good example. If he is someone I generally look up to. I'm not going to say he's a perfect human being. No, all, definitely not. But but he's, he's someone I generally look up to for a few reasons. One of which being his work ethic, like you said. But if I look at myself and I look at Casey Neistat, it's very easy for me to say things like, you know, he was very lucky. It's easier for him. Yeah. Um, his situation's different. But those are all pushing the responsibility outwards. Yeah. Which is always the easy response. 100%. And so if we push that onto ourselves without... See, here, oh, here's the challenge. You got to push on yourself and make it your responsibility for your own happiness Yeah. without punishing yourself for not doing it instantly. Yeah. That's the hardest part. Finding an ability to give yourself accountability and making yourself follow through with it without beating yourself down. And I think that's I think that's something that too many people do. And mm. it discourages oh, them from the second step. So they'll they'll finally get over their whole like, oh, I'm bummy so I can't do anything. So they'll finally start doing something to stop being bummy. That might be step one. You know, they, they start doing stuff, they're feeling less bummy. Right. Step two, they, they stop doing stuff, so they start feeling more bummy. Instead of reverting back to step one and like, okay, you know what, I've been here before. Let's figure out how to not be here anymore. Right. They punish themselves for having failed, and they turn it into this huge deal. And it and it it comes back to that question you asked yourself earlier. You know, what if it sucks? Yeah. What if I what if I fail at being happier? Okay. Well, what if you try you try again, dude, man? Like you know you why why are you making excuses for something you want? Yeah. Unless I mean for real. Yeah. That's why I get stayed up. I stay up all night thinking about this because the the puzzle of life. Kid, okay, life is complex. The answers aren't complex, and that's why they loop on themselves so often. Yeah. Because the the answers aren't that complex. The thing that's complex is what you're applying the answer to. Yeah. Which is why I got to think about it a lot, and that's why it's hard to be happy. But it's worth it's worth the work, right? Yeah. Because I mean, when most people, you know, what's the meaning of life? You know, Forty-two. Forty-two. What's
1: that from? Uh, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy okay
0: i think for the longest time the meaning of life for people was to survive yeah but now now it's a lot easier again talking to someone of a similar position yes it's a lot easier to survive so the next goal is how to thrive and yeah. that is like that's happiness i think everyone i'd be i i'd be hard-pressed to find someone who doesn't want happiness as a, as a very central goal to life
1: yeah like
0: so why so... make excuses to not be happy
1: it's it's a uh, is it Maslow's hierarchy of needs?
0: Yeah. Like what's the top one? Inner peace or something? Uh
1: actualization?
0: Actualization, which, which is, is
1: essentially like you realize what your purpose is and you are doing it.
0: Yeah. I mean, there's this thing in Japan called uh I I'm, I'll admit forefront, you know, I don't speak Japanese so the pronunciation is going to be awful, but it's ikigai or something like that. And it basically means um it, it means purpose in a way. Right. But most people have you know there's there's your purpose of the day there's your purpose of the month purpose of of life as a whole right and from my understanding the culture at least in whatever town or city it might just be japan as a whole okay there tends to be that it, you find that thing uh-huh and you do it to die yeah even if it's working they, they don't really retire there it's not really as, mm-hmm. as big of a concept there yeah it's sort of like you no, you you find your iki guy and you do it till you die
1: Yeah, like, uh, have you seen Jiro Dreams of Sushi? No. It's a documentary. A dude got real good at making sushi. Okay. But, like, his sushi restaurant is in a subway station.
0: Interesting.
1: I think the reservation list at the time of the documentary, which was, like, 2012, 2013, I think, Yeah, it was, like, three years. Wow.
0: Because it was such a... To go
1: sit at a stall... In a a a subway station that had three seats. Because he was so good. Because this dude can make sushi like a fucking beast. That's awesome. Right? Like, he found his purpose and he fucking nailed it. And I'm not
0: saying that everyone needs to go find their individual passion and let it kill them. Mm -hmm. I think that people put too much pressure on themselves as a whole. Because it's like, how many times have you heard, like, I don't, you know, I don't know my passion. I don't know. My job is not my passion. I don't know what I want to do with my life.
1: Yeah. Ooh, me. Every day. Uh, listen to episode one of the podcast. That's but, what that is. But, but it's like, man, you can do
0: more than one thing, you know? It's true. Yeah. And that's why the simple, it's like a simple answer for a complex question. Mm-hmm. Because the, the simple answer is, I mean, do more than one thing.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: But we're always asking ourselves, like, oh, but what's, what's my thing, though? What's my thing? You know, I like to make videos. My whole life doesn't have to be videos. And, yeah, I, you know, my job is primarily making videos.
1: Yeah.
0: And in my free time, I also like to make videos.
1: But, but they're not the same videos.
0: But, yeah, exactly. But they're, they're very different types of videos. And then there's also things completely outside of video. There's sometimes, you know, weeks or months I don't really think about. Okay, months maybe not. But <laughs> there are extended periods of time where video is not on my mind. Yeah. You know, I, get, I pick other passions. There's variety in my life. And that's okay. You know, you don't have to have a central one thing you're chasing nonstop. Mm -hmm. You know, it seems like sometimes the greatest of of certain things that tends to be that they have that tunnel vision. Yeah. But a lot of sacrifice goes into that.
1: Yeah. Like people lose personal relationships because of their passion. I mean,
0: you hear things like, you know, the, the craziest people out there who... You know, all these super rich people, right? They've had like 30 million wives or whatever. Yeah. You know, because they're so head to the floor, nose to the grindstone, obsessed with their craft.
1: Yeah. That nothing else can last. Yeah. Nothing else matters in the grand scheme to them.
0: Exactly. And maybe that's your icky guy or whatever. That's your thing. Maybe that's what you want to do. You know, we know a guy who's obsessed with skateboard videos.
1: Just skirting hard.
0: Exactly. I mean, he, you know, you know, we have, we, have, we have a friend, he's, you know, that's his thing. He just loves skateboard videography.
1: Yeah, and he fucking kills it. He's
0: incredible at it. And you know what? Maybe that'll be his life. Maybe he he can't wait to throw himself into it, but not everyone has to be that way. Yeah. You're. It's, you know. Yeah, I don't know what the point is there. It's just like, don't put so much pressure on yourself.
1: And also, like, if you're us, you're fucking 21.
0: Yeah. Chill, man. It sounds like the most wishy-washy advice ever, but it's sort of like put more pressure on yourself to do things that will make you happy, but, you know, not too much. <laughs> and yeah. it's like-
1: it, But it, like we said, nothing's black and white. Everything's gray. Exactly. Right. So like give yourself the right amount of pressure to get things done, but don't kill yourself for it.
0: Here's another tip. I'm sure you're tired of hearing tips from me at this point, but it's like, give yourself credit, man. Like be arrogant sometimes be don't be a dick about it but you know to yourself just be like yo i'm sick man that's to you be, Evan.
1: yeah you know, be realistic yeah. give yourself credit yeah. when you need it
0: exactly and tell yourself that's enough being bummy on a sunday morning when you need it <laughs> yeah i'm trying to figure out how to get that perfect balance of giving myself credit mm. but at the same time learning from it and right. at the same time you know not letting myself get complacent because of it yeah and if you can find that i feel like you, you reward yourself then you learn the lessons, and then next time is even better. Yeah. Now, I'm not perfect at that, but yeah, I'd like no, to no, be. No. That'd be awesome. So it's like things like the marathon, you know? Like, i worked so hard to train for this thing. I deserve credit for this. I, I finished it. That was my goal. A year and a half or whatever of training, just longer than most. Yeah. Anyway, I did, it though. I was but so happy. It. I started crying. I was so excited. Hugging friends, hugging girlfriends, hugging friends' moms. <laughs> and then after that, you know, I, you start to think, okay, well, how can I learn from this? Not just congratulate myself, uh-huh. but what, what are the opportunities for improvement? And then it's not to take me down a peg. It's just sort of like, I don't, I don't use those criticisms as negatives. I use them as challenges.
1: Okay. Yeah. And then
0: it's like, okay, let's do it again. But this time, let's try and train more regularly and healthily. Yeah. Let's try and get a faster time. Let's be more encouraging to the other people I'm with. Mm-hmm. Okay, three challenges. Boom. Next time. And then the next one, I, next one, I did not cry afterwards. Kinda, Good job. You know, I know I, I,
1: but now know, it's just like, yeah, now this is the thing. It's the standard. Yeah. It's not that it's not like an achievement. Like finishing a marathon is always an achievement, but you, you know, but like the first one special,
0: it was just sort of like, you know, know. allow yourself to win and then figure out how you can win better.
1: Yeah. But let
0: but let yourself win. That's important, though. Yeah, I like people that's not Let thing. themselves win.
1: I don't think I let myself win. You gotta win, man.
0: You gotta find <laughs> like, the win. Sounds so bad. You gotta find like, the win, right? That's the that's the problem. You gotta find the win. Not everything is an obvious win.
1: Well, that was my episode with Julian. The topic sort of bounced around a bit, and there were actually even more bounces that got cut, but it all comes down to the same thing of doing what you believe and doing what you want. As we said, it's not a perfect world. You aren't always going to get exactly what you want, but you have to work towards the things you want if you ever want to achieve them. So even if you're feeling bummy on a Sunday, sometimes you got to edit a podcast. Just a little bit of housekeeping before we wrap up for the week. If you don't follow me on social media, I announced last week that episode 10 will be the finale of the first season of Midnight Musing. This is both sort of a way for me to take a step away from the downer feelings and also allows me to dedicate a little bit more time to other projects that I want to work on. So that's still a couple months away, but fair warning, there will only be three, seven, eight, nine, ten, four more episodes after this one in the first season of Midnight Musing, then there will be a break. Not sure how long that's going to be. So if you do want to follow on social media, you can follow on Twitter at underscore Midnight Musing and on YouTube, Midnight Musing Podcast. You can also follow the network accounts at Thunderdog Radio on both Twitter and Instagram. There should be some announcements coming up relatively soon, so keep your eyes peeled, because I think it's pretty exciting. If you want to leave a review, please do. Five stars, of course, is what I would like, but give me your honest opinion on the show. Drop that on iTunes, and I'll give it a gander. And that's where we'll wrap up for the day. Thank you to Julian for being on the show. And thank you to you for making it this far in the show. And I'll see you next midnight. Thanks for listening.
0: That was a Thunderdog podcast.